Hey, it's me again. <laughs> um, so I received another email, which is honestly surprising, right? Like, I never gave out the email address. I mean, I mean, I guess it's not that hard to guess, but still, like, whatever. Um, but yeah, I got, I got another email. I got another email, and I'm just gonna read it. From Mystery Unincorporated at Hotmail.com. Uh, a Hotmail address. Incredible. Can you still get those? I don't think so. Hello, Miss Ackless. My name is Juno, the one from the hard drive. I'm writing you this email because I would like you to stop uploading these episodes. Okay. I believe you received an email from my partner earlier this year, and despite your rude response, we both assumed that you had gotten through... Sorry. We both assumed that we had gotten through to you. It seems we were wrong. Please stop uploading these recordings. I have no idea how the hard drive escaped. Nothing should have. But I would really like to keep my past away from prying eyes. This is, this is the weirdest part to me. Also, I'm not sure what you have done to the recordings. They sound like me, but it is not my voice. I do not know how to explain more than that. Whatever you're doing, please cease. Hope this email finds you stable. Juno Desconocida. Well, uh, Juno, uh, I, I'm sorry, but I don't believe you. Look, anyone... Anyone can just say they're anything, and I don't know. I I don't even know what I'm doing here. I, no, no. You know what? I'm I'm in too deep. Cause cause nobody's happy with me. All right, nobody's happy with me. I my coworkers are insistent that I keep uploading, and then I get emails telling me to stop. So whatever. I'm going to do what's right for me. I'm going to do what's right for my business. So, sorry, I guess. Very polite email, but... No. Um, God. I, I just... I just... I just can't win, huh? I just, I just can't win. Um, I don't... I don't remember where I was. I... I think I'm... Okay. Thank you so much to Candelabra Geist, Trans Artist of the Day, and Ellie Spectacular for supporting the network. All right. Uh, get to it, y'all.
Welcome everyone to Ghost Hunt Pacific. My name is Fatima Varma, and I'm here once again with Cosmo King, Micaiah Cook, and our... I have to do another voice. Okay, alright. Um... Derek. Derek. What does a Derek sound like? Uh... Hang... Hang it. Lower. I guess I should go lower. Um... Hey, gang. I'm so excited to be... I'm so ex... I can do this. I can do this. Yeah, I'm just gonna jump into it. Alright, let me start over. Welcome, everyone, to Ghost Hunt Pacific. My name is Fatima Varma, and I'm here once again with Cosmo King, Makaya Cook, and our very special guest, Derek Harper from Abandoned Spaces. Hey, gang. I'm so excited to be chilling with my friends here as we dive into yet another forgotten building. Alright, chill, man. That's our show. But, but I, but I'm the one who bought you lunch. But I'm the one, but I'm, but I'm the one who bought you lunch. I don't like this voice. Thank you again, by the way. Of course, big guy. Don't like high fives? <laughs> no worries. No worries. Okay, so it was a good burrito, but I still run the show. Anyone else getting the sense she doesn't like me? That's kind of just how she acts. I think it's supposed to be funny. Hey, it is funny, Four Eyes. Did you really just call me Four Eyes? Alright, everyone. Let's settle down. Derek, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah, for sure, buddy. My name is Derek Harper, and you may know me from my show Abandoned Spaces, another show on BCP-TV. What I do is document abandoned spaces and try and tell their stories while showing off all the cool stuff inside. I guess I'm an explorer. Yeah, and that's why we asked you to come, actually. You have a lot of experience with the kinds of buildings we go into, and we wanted to cross-reference with you about it. Have you ever had anything strange happen to you on your investigations? Well, let me think. I guess I've had the odd thing or two happen, but nothing like a lady getting ripped to the floor or a ghost making me chicken. Where do you come up with this stuff? Hey, our footage is real. I guess you did have that episode of the college where nothing much happened, so that's a bit more believable. But I think the science angle is holding you back. And I think you should introduce a plotline where you get ESP, and maybe you die and become a ghost to change up the dynamic. What? No. That's ridiculous. ESP isn't real. Hey, wait, why do I have to be the dead one? Because I think it's funnier if the nerdy-looking guy is the psychic. Hey, turtlenecks are not nerdy. And like Fatima said, all of our footage is real. Are you being serious? 
Yes, we are. Everything you saw in those episodes is real. But <laughs> Gijun is just that good, though. Like, buddy, I saw those clay animation things you were doing before this. Isn't that what you've been doing here? Clay is not that good, man. We're telling the truth. Wow, heavy. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't make this up if I tried. Yes, you could. Okay, yes, I could, but not as fast as we've been making these. Alright, I'll give you that. So, what happened with that lady? What lady? The lady who was ripped through the floor. Oh. What was her name again? Josephine. I think her last name was... Baker? Argal. You're thinking of the actress. Am I? Whatever her name was, is she alright? She was a ghost, dude. I imagine they're all having a bad time. But she looked like an actor. So, you've never had anything like that happen to you? No, of course not. If that happened to everybody, wouldn't it be on the news? You've never had anything weird happen to you in any of the places you've gone? Uh, uh, okay, uh, let me think. Uh, I, I guess, yeah, I've had a few weird things happen. Nothing like that, but one time I was documenting an old church and... In the priest's quarters, there was a dresser that, when I opened it, I saw that someone had written Derek in red on the backboard. I didn't really think anything of it, though. I thought it was just a coincidence. I can't imagine what it was doing there if it was, though. Yeah, okay. It's a bit weird, but nothing happened after that. And... No. Right, uh... I kind of forgot about this, but back when I was a kid, I snuck into the Valley River Center before it was finished being built. It must have been in 68 or 69, something like that. I think I was 11? Anyway, I, I went in, and after I wandered around for a while, I started to get this really uneasy feeling. If I had to put a name to it, I would say it was like I was being swallowed. Yeah, it's hard to explain, but I could feel myself getting farther away from where I came in, but I didn't feel like I was making any progress. Like, I would pass by empty storefront after empty storefront, but nothing ever caught my eye, and it just seemed to go on forever. It felt like miles of empty hallways were passing over me, like it was a river and it was a rock being made smooth at the bottom. I started to get really tired and decided to turn around, and after less than a minute, I was back where I started. It didn't make any sense. Okay, that has a bit more bite. I guess so. Uh, so, funny thing is, I'm realizing I guess I suppressed that memory, because I remember all I came away thinking at the time was that the mall was going to be totally boring because it was so empty. It took me a few months to even want to check it out, but eventually my friends dragged me there and we ended up hanging out there a lot. What strikes me is how little ghosts seem to communicate verbally. We've had it happen a few times, but 
Most of the time, their communications are very abstract. Yeah. But I guess it is weird how strong a reaction we get. I wonder what makes us special. I, I haven't wanted to entertain this idea, but it's possible that some of the gals we've run to have just been racist. What? No, it can't be that. I, I mean, you three are so nice, and I, I, I just don't think it's that. Why would Ghost even see Killer? Derek? What? No, let him keep going. This is funny. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit awkward here. Derek, I shouldn't have to tell you that it's a possibility. I guess you're right. Sorry, man. Man, you can all really dish it out, huh? I just figured all those people would go to hell when they died. Honestly, we've been avoiding theological explanations for things. That angle just makes the data way too complex to analyze at this stage. Hey, this is all really interesting, but shouldn't we get to the actual building? We've been standing around for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna cut a lot of this out. Would you introduce the place, Derek? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, okay, gang, so this is the Benton Market, right near Willamette Park. Viewers of my show might recognize it because I did an episode about this old grocery last year, but we figured that it would be a good idea to revisit somewhere I've already been to see if a ghost might react differently. This place looks completely bombed out. Well, it's old. It was built in 37 and opened the next year. It's been abandoned for about 40 years. Wait, so it was only in use for like five years? What happened? Well... I'll tell the story once we get inside. It's, uh, not a fun one. Is this a sad building? Why did you bring us to a sad building? I don't know. I... After doing this for a few years, I sort of think all buildings are sad. I think I know what you mean. Alright, well, let's go. The door is blocked by rubble, but there's a way in around the back. So many plants. It's beautiful, in a way. Reminds you that we're still just animals, huh? We can build our anthills, but all it takes is one good kick, and nature takes everything back. Everything we make is a house of cards. All we can do is keep fighting against entropy until we eventually lose, anyway. Huh. I like you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that if we just have enough concrete, we can kick nature's ass. I'm kinda with Fatima here. We can build things that stand the test of time. We can reshape the world into a better place if we work hard enough. Well, we all have a little of God's power in us, but not enough to overthrow him. Here, if we get on the dumpster, we can crawl through that window. I'll go first to make sure it's safe. Hey, I wanted to go first. Too late. You gotta be faster next time, Boots. Wait, King, is that my nickname? Uh, sure. <laughs> because you always have cool boots on, so I thought... Yes, I love it. Alright, King, I cleared away the landing, so you should all be good. Just be careful. 
Can't tell me what to do. Hey, what do you do? Ow! Is anyone hurt? Yeah, Boots just landed on me. You don't get to call me that. Whoa, okay, fine. Wow, you are feisty. All right, everyone else in. There you go. I'm going to lower my camera in. Micaiah, would you grab it? Yeah, I got it. Thanks. All right, I can take it back now. Wow. I don't know what I expected, but... That's more dilapidated than I thought. Yeah, it's been empty for a long time. Ants... Weird. I can still feel the layout, but I don't think anybody's living here anymore. What do you mean, buddy? Uh, nothing. Okay. Uh, so, this is just the back room. I think this one was storage, and the break room is next door if we go out to the main floor. It's pretty cramped in here to be storage. <laughs> well, then you should see the other room. It's even smaller. I mean, I guess it was a mom-and-pop grocery. Yeah, uh... Let's get out of here and I can tell you the story. I'm not really loving the suspense here, but okay. Alright, here it is. Oh, wow. Everything is covered in moss. Yeah, and that ceiling could come caving in at any minute. It's already got one big hole, so don't go trying to make a second. Wait, why is everyone looking at me? It feels very sad in here. The shelves and cases are still here, but it's also unrecognizable. Like, these surfaces might as well just be rocks in a forest. Yeah, I'm starting to feel it too. It just feels weird in here, like, this place was built for humans once, but now I just feel like we're invading something that doesn't belong to us. Yeah. Cosmo, are you alright? I... I... I don't know. Something is wrong here. Not the usual kind of wrong. It's... It's empty. Yeah, obviously it's empty, King. No, like... It's empty. This place is just a husk. No one is here. There's no ghost? How do you know? I don't know. I just know it. But if our theory is right, that the world has too many ghosts, then someone would have to be here. Someone is always there. Not this time. I, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe I can. Oh, finally, rip the band-aid off. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. So... Why do you think this place is called Benton Market? Well, we are in Benton County. Yeah, that's what you think, but... Actually, it was named after the owners, George and Elizabeth Benton. 
they were the children of Japanese immigrants who arrived here somewhere in the 1890s. Not the same ones. The families didn't even know each other, but a lot of people from Japan just immigrated here around that time. Anyway, they wanted to integrate into Western society, so they all got Western-sounding names. And when George and Elizabeth married, they chose the last name Benton after their new home. As far as I can find, they were nice people. Just perpetually nervous. So, um, in 38, they opened up the store. They didn't have children, for whatever reason. I couldn't find out why. So, this place was their little baby. They wanted to help out their neighbors, provide a service. The neighborhood was slow to embrace them, and there was general anti-immigrant sentiment, but they were doing pretty well, all things considered. Well, you might be able to tell, but this story is about to take a bad turn. In 1941, Pearl Harbor happened. Now, obviously we can all understand that the Bentons had nothing to do with the attack, just like any other Japanese person living here, but the country was blinded with rage, and, well, George was drafted into the army as we entered the war and would die six months later from friendly fire. Elizabeth tried to keep the store running, but would only get rocks thrown in her window and threats painted on her door. Then, two months after the bomb dropped, President Roosevelt signed the order, and Elizabeth and anyone who looked like her was thrown in internment camps. Roosevelt said it was to protect them, but I think we all know the truth. Um, Elizabeth would die of an infection in the Telulake camp in California two years later. As far as I can find, she never learned of her husband's fate. Guess America can be a spiteful son of a bitch. Jesus. I'll let that one slide. Hey, Nijia, are, are you alright? I... I didn't know. Didn't know what? I, I, I didn't know about the camps. They never taught this to me in school. My family moved here in the 70s. So I, I guess we got lucky. But you're Korean, right? Come on, man. You know that wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Derek, maybe this isn't sensitive, but for knowing all this, how could you have been that thrown off earlier? What? I, I don't know. The civil rights movement happened. That sort of stuff doesn't happen here anymore. MLK had a dream, and we're living in it. Dude, they shot him. I don't get you, Derek. Look, I don't know. I clearly don't know everything, but... 
I just think it was important to tell this story. Stories are all we have. Guys, can we just sit for a minute? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I worked in a grocery store like this once. Just for a summer, back in California. The owner, Harf, was this ancient old man. But I've never seen someone with such a spark for life. I swear, he will outlive the sun. He always said that when death came for him, he would kick its ass, and I believe him. He was an ex-Black Panther, I think. He didn't talk about it much, at least not in front of me. But he taught me more in that summer than I've ever learned back home. He always said that the only thing you can do in this life is be kind and undermine the man at every turn. He always snuck extra food into people's shopping bags and we had a few customers who never had to pay at all because he knew they would starve if they did. He inspired me to want to get into social work. But I'm doing this instead. I don't know how to feel about that, but... Maybe telling these stories is the point. Maybe I can still help people. Micaiah. Are you sure you want to keep doing this show? Maybe you can help out more if you finish your degree. always been a nomad anyway. And besides, now I have you three. If I leave, then who will remind you to look out for broken glass? Maybe protecting you all is enough. My parents are first generation. But you'd never know it. They emigrated in the 60s, but before they even got here, they were already fluent in English and studied American TV shows like it was the SATs. They wanted to conquer life here, be the model minority. I kind of resent them for it. They didn't bring anything with them. Their house looks like a damn sitcom. When my dad gets tired, he'll speak in Telugu about home, but I barely speak enough to understand him. I miss so much I've never known. I... I don't even know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Maybe we should leave. Say our goodbyes. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let me help you up, Yijun. Thank you. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. I think we are. Then let's head back. 
There's a table that should be sturdy enough to let us climb back out. Alright. Goodbye. Rest well. Bye, you two. Night. I hope you found peace. Alright, let's go. Right behind you. Hey, Hee-Joon, are you coming? I got your camera. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And, uh... There's a little... block of stage direction. It just says goodbye. Huh. Uh... I guess we should sign off. I guess so. Yeah. This is Ghost on Pacific signing off. I don't know what else to say. <sighs> All right.